Hello, everybody, and welcome again to the Just Shiatsu Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Justin Zielinski, and uh, today I wanted to talk about the idea of what is healing. Um, I decided not to just read the Webster Dictionary definition. Um, if you want to do that, you can look it up for yourself. I wanted to talk about healing in a more conversational way, right? I don't want to just quote a simple statement that somebody tried to shorten to what the idea of healing could be very shortly. But I will start with the idea that I think healing, um, as I was researching and looking at other people's ideas of what they might view as healing, I'm pretty sure that we could say that, you know, the alleviation of suffering would probably be a good indication of healing. Now, we do need to probably define how we want to talk about healing, right? I do believe there's a difference between curing something and healing someone. Sometimes these are one and the same. I mean, um, if I have a headache that's making me agitated and we make the headache go away, I'm no longer agitated, right? This is healing. It's changing my perspective on life a little bit. And it's also curing the headache. But I think the opposite can happen too. I think you could be diagnosed with, say, something like cancer and also find a way to move through life in a happier, better way than maybe you did before you had gotten the cancer. And I would consider this a healing movement also, even though you have not found the cure to the disease, I guess you could say. Which then brings to mind this idea of our Western model of medicine. Western medicine has a very strong focus on curing. But I believe it lacks some of the healing that could be possible within its field. And this is partially what I want to talk about, right? Like this idea that, you know, curing something is not a healing movement. Always. So, one thing I want to be clear of before we go any further is that I do believe healing can happen without a so-called healer um, being present. We always have the ability to heal um, regardless of somebody or something is there or if we do it internally by ourselves. Now, it can get harder to heal on our own because we only have the reliance of what we've been using so far to to try and heal which hasn't been very effective so sometimes it helps to have an outside impetus i'll say i think that's a good way to say it so what does it mean to heal then if it doesn't mean just to cure a pain or a disorder i think we could say like healing is a balance of the mind body and spirit it's an integration of all of these aspects of self and they all have equal importance and equal value, right? If we focus too much on the physical, right? Our desires for physical needs could get too strong, which would imbalance our spiritual aspect or even our mental aspect, right? We can start to focus on obsessions a little too much for pleasure, right? That would be an imbalance that's maybe creating an unhealthy movement in us. So then really it makes me think like, what is healing then? If we can do it on our own, if we can still heal while we have disease or discomfort, what then could we say is healing? And I think a lot of what healing is, 
is this acceptance of what we have and the story that goes along with it. So this means that we have to have an openness and a vulnerability to ourselves. And we have to feel safe about being vulnerable. This is what allows us to look at our story with an open heart. And then we can start to see things in a different light, tell ourselves a new narrative of what it means to be me. I think sometimes our stories push ourselves to be too perfect, right? And if we're measuring ourselves against this idea of perfection, we'll never reach it. So hence, we have this suffering of not being able to reach this perfection that is unattainable. And I like this idea of the perfect imperfection, right? It's the imperfections that make us us, that make us who we are, make us individual, make us understand our place in the world, maybe is the way to say it. And and we have to accept our individual stories of who we are. It's not like we want to erase who we are or how we got here. Like there's definitely some horrible things that could have happened to people in the past that are influencing the way we move through the world now, which is kind of inhibiting our healing motion. And my wife has this this quote on the fridge that I really like from Brene Brown, and it's numb the dark and you numb the light. So this means that we can't forget about the things that are a part of us. And we have to experience the full range of what it is to be human. If we numb any part of us, we're numbing all of us, right? So if we numb the the part of us that hurts, right? How are we ever going to get to a sense of joy? Because we're we're always partially numbed, right? So this is why the story matters. Because if we can learn to accept some of the darker aspects of life, we can actually learn to enjoy more aspects of life as well, right? The perfect imperfection, right? We're always going to be fluctuating between states of happiness and sadness, anger. You know, these are all normal things to have in life. So to deny any of them is to deny what it means to be human, basically. So for us to change our story and find something that, that, that is more healing for us to move through life with. We have to derive meaning from the things that have happened. We have to understand ourselves in a new way. And we can do this a lot of ways, but you know, a lot of ways to heal is to share our personal stories and we create connection with other people. So this connection with the outside world also is what helps us understand our purpose or our meaning right? This is really what we're talking about when we're talking about healing is understanding the purpose and meaning to moving through our life. And when we share our stories with another, you know, we've get, we get to be seen and heard, which is a big component of just being human, right? Like we all want to interact and be connected with each other. You know, we might not like everyone and want to be connected to everybody, but in general, we want to feel a sense of belonging, right? That's the human condition. We are creatures that like to be around each other. And, you know, when we isolate ourselves, we tend to be a little more disconnected from what it means to be a human. Um, I really like watching the show alone on television and I find it 
very interesting because every person who goes on a loan and isolates themselves for this this prize money they're they're working for, the number one reason everyone gives up is because they no longer have connection to the people they love. And they find that this is what's driving them forward in life, right? This is what gives meaning and purpose to their life. Without anyone to share it with, it seems the human condition just doesn't thrive as much. I think when it comes to, you know, navigating our personal stories and reinterpreting some of the messages that that we've told ourselves about our life, they have to be they have to be told from the inside out. And what I mean is you can't look to someone else to give you your truth. You can look to someone else to help dialogue through the process to understand your truth. You can't go to somebody and expect them to give you give you your story. It's never going to feel genuine. It's never going to feel authentic and that's what we need to heal is to genuinely and authentically believe the story that's being told to us. And when it comes to the idea of a cure versus healing, curing lacks story, right? When, we, when I think of curing, at least, I think of the Western medicine model, you know, the allopathic model. And I, I, I looked this up just so I could talk a little more Eloquent, eloquently about it, if I could say my words correctly. Um, and what I mean by that is we're talking about biomedicine. And biomedicine is the observed biology and biochemistry of things. And, and, you know, in our case, of the human body, the human condition. But when I think of that model, it lacks the ability to express your story. It lacks the ability to express how you feel. And it definitely lacks this idea of what it means to embrace the spiritual side of life. I don't think that allopathic medicine denies the story or feelings, but they're more concerned with what your story and feelings are biochemically producing in you. You know, they're trying to be very efficient in the way they can distribute a medicine. So if, if they can find a common pattern with everyone, you know, regarding feelings and stories, and they can see these chemical imbalances, right? It's very efficient if they could find a common ground, which they can then manipulate through the biochemistry of our bodies, which will then change the way we feel about things. And I think if we start, if we stopped that model and started working from a point of the individual story and the individual feelings and working with those as opposed to the biochemical responses in the body to that, we lose the standard of what it could be to treat a person. And the current model, at least from my understandings of things I've listened to and heard, wouldn't be very effective. It's about speed and amount of people we can get in seems to be the new medical model. So we get a lot of curing happening this way, right? Because we are actually changing the physical things, which is kind of what a cure is. But sometimes it doesn't change your story of yourself. So even if you cured from this pain or disease, right? Sometimes we don't feel any different about how we're moving through life though. 
So you could say it comes down, again, to our personal story. You know, your story should inspire you. You know, it should involve self-love. I think something we often overlook is, is gratitude, right? We don't get too grateful sometimes for the things we have. We take everything for granted. We live in a world of social media where everyone is showing all the stuff they have, which then can make us feel less grateful for the things we have because they have better things, right? But those better things aren't necessarily happiness. It's just being grateful for what you have. You're alive. You can feel well. You can actually be the best person you want to be in this moment. It doesn't take some other thing to enter your life. And I think we can get there sometimes through this idea of being grateful for the things we have. You know, it, and to heal, it involves change. We have to change the way we're moving through life. Sometimes we have to make different choices. And it, and it really kind of, you know, in my mind, when I say this, it makes me think like, is, is healing really just growth? I mean, are we talking about what it means to grow, to be a better human being? Is that what healing is? That I don't have the answer to, but it seems like there might be something there to me. So when we think about healing this way and, and this idea of our perspectives or our thoughts or the way we're moving through the world currently, all someone can do as providing a healing movement is, is hold space for another person that can allow a new movement to happen, a new story, a new feeling. Right? It has to be on all levels. Like we, It can be on the physical level, the mental level, the spiritual level. We also have to create a trusting and safe place to allow this openness, this, this acceptance to happen. Which is why it's important to have self-love. Like You have to open your heart up to yourself to allow healing to happen. You can't just always be focused on others and helping others because you will forget yourself and your perception of your story might not be so pleasant if you look at it from that perspective. So when we look at this idea of self-healing, I've often come across this idea of the placebo effect, which I found, which I find super interesting. The, I guess the way we could define placebo is when we look at biomedicine and we use those methods to create a healing movement, they will use false items to trick someone into believing that some healing movement will happen. And instead of proving that biomedicine is the only way to cure, instead what happens is this false, you know, sometimes it's a false procedure, sometimes it's false medication, actually creates a healing movement in somebody. And we still to this day don't understand why or how that happens. One thing that's pretty clear through the placebo effect is a lot of it involves some sort of ritual. And what I mean by that is something that has to take place to allow someone to believe change can happen. And one person who's really interesting to look into regarding the placebo effect is uh, Ted Kapchuk. He, um, he's done some pretty interesting experiments with the placebo effect. Um, one that I find really interesting is he has done an experiment where he has told the person that these are sugar pills and they will not have an effect on your condition. 
but even telling the person that and giving them that he's had results where these conditions have healed, which is just makes no sense, but it's very interesting. It shows the power of healing is, is just more than we'll probably ever understand. The other thing to understand in the medical community regarding the placebo effect is that for drugs to be approved, they actually have to be a percentage higher than the placebo effect. So all drugs, when going through the approval stage, be able to show they're a percentage above what would happen if you just gave someone sugar pills. So, I mean, we even in our current medicine understand that healing can happen without logic i guess would be the way to say it so this often makes me think like what is it that changed like why is the placebo working and again i think it goes back to the story we're telling ourselves right even if someone gives me a sugar pill but i still have the hope that just the idea of taking this pill could help me and i want to tell myself the story that there's a chance right that means i can change what's happening the interesting thing that I think about, though, regarding our stories is I don't think I don't think we can fool ourselves to believe a new story, right? To, uh, it seems so simple. Like, you're suffering because the story you tell yourself. Well, let's just change the story, right? It seems so simple and so easy. But the thing is, we know we're trying to fool ourselves when we tell ourselves a new story. This is why the idea of just changing our story doesn't work. We know we're tricking ourselves. So it's not an authentic, true story even to ourselves. We need the story to be true and authentic. So even in that way, we can't trick ourselves. We literally need to find a way to believe the new story. And this is not easy. right? This is why healing is hard. And this is why one of the things, or one of the advantages I think body work has, being a body worker, is that I can change your physical sense of yourself, right? You had tension in this spot. You feel pain in this spot. Like I can do things to alleviate those feelings. And when you feel differently, it allows you to tell yourself a new story, right? Even in uh, the body work I do, because I work with this idea of, I guess you could say energy medicine. I'm not the biggest fan of it that way because it still kind of limits the whole condition of being human. But we'll say this energetic feeling is this feeling of like a flow in your body you never felt before an openness to the world you've never felt before right that can make you tell yourself a new story you know we can create safety a feeling of safety around thoughts or ideas in the body that wasn't there before again allows you to change your story and this is sometimes why i feel there can be a danger in in defining what we have. And I don't want you to hear what I'm not saying. Like there's definitely, it can give somebody a peace of mind. It can give you a path to healing by knowing what something is. But sometimes by knowing what something is, we can use that to define ourselves better and it becomes a part of our story. Again, I want to be clear. This doesn't mean ignore your body's messages and just tell yourself a new story. Sometimes the story is so integrated into ourselves that the changes have already manifested. And those do require some sort of biomedical intervention, right? To help correct or help deal with the changes that have already manifested. 
right? This is why I think self-care is really important, right? We want to address these issues before they change and become something more solidified in us. So now I want to talk about what all this storytelling seems to suggest. And when I look at it this way, right, the narrative seems to suggest all suffering is self-induced. And in my heart, I know this is a wrong statement to make. I know we don't intentionally harm ourselves or tell us stories that because we want to suffer, right? I don't believe this is the truth of what it means to live. So I think we have to take a, a wider perspective as to what the story of ourselves really is. It's really the story of everything that has moved around us since our birth. And it has influenced us, which means other people's stories of suffering have entered our lives and have affected us and maybe caused us to suffer as well. This isn't self-induced suffering. It's just suffering of being in a world of many stories. And this is what we're always just trying to work on, right? Integrating our stories with the whole of everyone else's story. I think this is what healing is. When all our stories come together in a way where we can derive meaning and purpose from what is happening, what has happened, what will happen, the feelings we have around it, and how others share or can understand them. And I think this is really what suffering is, is a disconnection from the whole, right? This is why we say holistic healing. And I think you can take the responsibility off yourself, right? As you listen to this, maybe you got mad at me and said, you think I'm suffering because I'm telling myself a horrible story? I don't want that to happen. I'm not doing that on purpose. And I'm, you're not, right? In a way, you become a victim to all the stories around you. But this is where the important part comes in, right? We have the ability to go back and rewrite portions of that story so that they have more meaning and more purpose to us. That's the full story of you. And I don't think we always have to fully understand the story to allow it to change, right? We don't always have to analyze everything to every minute detail. Sometimes by overanalyzing, we are reinforcing some of the old perspectives because we keep going over them again and again and again, trying trying to make sense of them, which if we can't, just ends up reinforcing them because we can't tell ourselves a new story. So sometimes just dropping it without knowing why and retelling it is the best way to go, right? And I see this in body work every once in a while. I'll see someone who has some emotional release while I'm working on their body. And for some reason, they feel different afterwards. Right? We don't have to understand why. We just have to know you could be different and move through life with this new feeling. Well, I know sometimes when talking about healing, it can be rough to hear some of the things we don't want to hear about ourselves. And that's sometimes what healing causes us to do, is to think about ourselves in ways that might feel uncomfortable. Like I said, I don't like the idea that some of the suffering in my life is the story I tell myself. 
but it probably is. Like I have to accept that as part of my healing journey. Well, I hope as always, like this helps someone, you know, in some way, think about the healing process. Maybe think about ways they're moving through their life. Maybe realizing change is the way to, to, to change. Um, as always, if you want to get in contact with me, you can always reach out on my website, justshiatsu.com. I have all the info you need to, to contact me and you know share or express something. And as always, um, if you have the time, I would appreciate someone leaving a review. You know, it just helps other people have access to this podcast. You know, it seems like the algorithms are based on how many people are reviewing things to how easily it shows up for someone when they search. So adding a review helps others find this information. And I do think I have my next idea planned out um, since we've talked about, you know, what I what I've felt recently. And we talked in this episode about what is healing. I want to go back to some theoretical basis in uh, Chinese medicine and this idea of spirit and how I believe that working with that is the real path to healing. Well, I hope you tune in next time. Until then, I hope, as always, you have a great time in life. And I uh, can't wait to talk to you again. Thank you. Thank you.